odd how easily you can forget your own hand is on fire. Oh, sorry, Sadie here. You didn't think I'd let my, bro my brother prattle on forever, did you? Please, no one deserves a curse that horrible. We arrived back at Brooklyn House, and everyone swore me because my hand was stuck to a flaming scroll. Robert and Hal are on a quest into the riot and verse. We read series that are in about the cap half blood Mythology, we see different reads and not just Greek or Roman. So if you're down, said if you're down, come join us where we're going. To the right and verse, to the right and verse. Hey. Hi. And hello. Hey, hello. Welcome to Into the Riotiverse, a Rick Riotal read-along podcast where we read the books that are not a part of the Camp Half-Blood Chronicles. This includes Percy Jackson and the Olympians, Heroes of Olympus, and the Trials of Apollo. Today we continue our look into the Kane Chronicles, The Throne of Fire, Chapters 3 and 4. The Ice Cream Man Plots Our Death, and A Birthday Invitation to Armageddon. Hey, Hal, how you doing, buddy? Um, I'm, I'm doing. <laughs> What, what what are you doing? Tell me. Enlighten me. T t well, tell me everything. I'm doing this lovely, wonderful podcast with you. Aw, it's, it's, it's great to... Was it convincing? <laughs> <laughs> but behind the scenes, we've had, like... I've had to fight you, essentially, to get you onto this godforsaken podcast, but um, we did it. Um, if I recall, if we scroll up in my DMs, let's see how many times... Hmm. I only canceled once. You canceled twice. I canceled once. You canceled twice. I canceled you once. You are not slick, sir. You are I, not slick, sir. I canceled once, and then you woke up at like two in the afternoon, and I'm like, okay, well, I have stuff I have to do now, so we can't. Canceled twice. Did I cancel a three time? No. So shut, shut up your face. You're just mad because I'm right. As usual. Um, Hal, there are a few things I want to mention. First of all, we can talk about that thing that we mentioned last episode. Hal, the thing! Ah, yes, the beautiful thing. Yeah. I love this. I love this image so much. Yeah, so if everyone may notice, uh, if they look back at season one, the icon for that in your feed may have changed because our good old friend Rampat Coca made us an icon to celebrate um, finishing the first book of the Kane Chronicles. See this this is this is quality. It's quality. That guy needs to charge more money for his stuff. He's so good. I I I told him like, you know, take your time, do it whenever. And then like I followed up a week later, hey, you know, still take your time. Just wondering how it's coming. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. Sorry, I lost power in like my whole neighborhood. I'm like, holy shit, are you okay? He's like, Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> like that's not nonchalantly. Yeah, I lost power, but it's fine. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> um sir. But thank you, Rampakoka. You follow him on Twitter at Rampakoka, R-A-N-P-A-K-O-K-A. -A -A. Good, good person. I mean, Hal, he's drawn the icon for the podcast. He's drawn the icon for chapter for the first book. Oh, man, we got to come up with a second joke because I don't know what... I, I don't think we can fit Mareep into the, the cover of the second book. You haven't tried hard enough yet. <laughs> I'll just show him the cover and I'll say, make make me and Hal stand on a Mareep. Just figure it out. Put Mareep somewhere here. Put Mareep somewhere there. But yeah, that's something that's changed. We also have a couple of emails, Hal. Uh, a few of them being like, hey, why haven't you uploaded? And I just don't care. <laughs> um, we have one here from Lillian, or Lily for short, she says. And she says, dear Robert and Hal, I really like this podcast. And I'm so glad that there's a Rick Riordan podcast talking about the King Chronicles books. I have two questions. One. Why does Hal not seem to know the other podcasts or what's happening in the Rick Riordan news? Like, anytime Robert mentions another podcast, he has to give detail and describe what that podcast does. And two, I understand you've had different schedules and difficulties in recording. May I suggest recording multiple episodes at once? Or having a guest Hal or a guest Robert fill the role for an episode and you just record the next one normally? I'm sorry if it sounds rude. I just want more Into the Riordan universe every week. Thanks again for this podcast from Lillian. Um, to answer the podcast part, I usually don't dislike podcasts in general. 
it's not like I don't I don't like their podcast or anything. I just don't podcast, so I just I kind of get my news from Rob whenever I get a chance. I mean, how you 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 are in a group chat with the other Percy Jackson podcast? I sure <laughs> am, but as you as you as you know, as because you've known me for like five years, you know I am terrible at looking at texts and messages. So yes, yes, you are. So five years, forget five years. What about the past nine months we've been doing this <laughs> podcast? So, so you you should know that you should know that me keeping up with anything is like a task within itself and for number two um how i sometimes i go up to hal and i'm like hey can we record two today so i don't have to bug you for two weeks and he and he's like sure and then the next day when we record he's like actually i only have the energy for one i'm like okay it's not always me it's just mostly me But a guest Hal or a guest Robert, 99% of the time it's going to be guest Hal because you're not just going to hit up one of the other Percy Jackson podcasters and be like, hey, you want to record an episode? Maybe I will. Who knows? Damn, power move. But uh, what do you think? Guest Robert or guest Hal? Just just in case one of us can't do it that week. That's a discussion to have. Yeah. We, we will have it off recording. We will <laughs> yell and fight and scream at each other. And hate each other. And the podcast will be no more. Oh man, that, that would suck. But thanks for writing in, Lily. It's it's great to have fans. And then I have is another it? one. What is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then I, I wanted to read this one from Thomas because, I mean, listening to us for eight months, I don't think people understand that we joke and we're friends. But well, let, let's go through this, especially because a lot of stuff's happening recently. Um, from Thomas, he says, "Hello, Ryordan vs. Lads." My name is Thomas, and I just wanted to tell you that I appreciate you guys. The Kane Chronicles are my favorite Rick Riordan series, and I'm glad someone is talking about them. I wanted to congratulate you guys on finishing the first book. The next two should be a breeze. Oh, Thomas, you have too much faith in us. Honestly. And I can't wait to hear more of Hal telling Robert straight to his face what will happen, and Robert just not observing. (laughs) Robert's, Rob's Rob's a bit slow sometimes. Some, sometimes sir you are giving me too much credit I I'm, have trying to, one... I'm trying to be nice but <laughs> the, the keyboard's trying what's it called I have a question regarding that one time that Robert said do you want to compare the struggles of black people versus Hispanic people to Hal and from what I gather it may have been a joke but also I feel like Hal may have been angered question mark what was that about also, what's your favorite fast food place? For me, it's going to be Wendy's. Enjoy the whiplash from these two questions. <laughs> thanks for the pod and thanks for the memes, Robert, uh, from Thomas. To answer that question, most of the time, it's it's not, if I sounded angry at that, it's not so much because I'm angry that he asked that question. It's more of the fact that that question had to be asked in the first place. It's like, oh, yeah, who struggled more? I'm like, yeah, that's that's kind of the issue. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, I remember saying it mainly as a joke and you being like, oh, we're not doing that. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, it's 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 it's, it's not so much, oh, one has struggled more than the other. It's like, no, both have struggled horribly. And this is an issue that really needs to be addressed. But people would rather avoid the issue than actually talk about it. Yeah, I, I asked that. I think it was because we were reading that chapter where Carter noticed in an immigrant family crossing the border. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, they were by like the. the and the, Carter had like a little moment in his head of like, oh man, I can't imagine what it's like to be a struggling immigrant or something like that. And I'm like, hey, how who who's had it worse, black people or Hispanic people? <laughs> but no, I. I Hey, I meant that as a joke. I I I know Hal to know that we were not really going to get into a conversation about that, right, Hal? Wait, yeah, that's 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 like an episode in and of itself. That's like that's that's deep. Yeah, race is uh, especially nowadays. Race is y- yet again a a sensitive. I say yet again as it, as if as if it never left like the main idea kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. race is gonna continue to be an issue until the united states explodes yeah unfortunately uh so yeah the whiplash for the second question my favorite fast food place is taco bell oh wendy's oh wendy's, <laughs> wendy's is top tier their nuggets are the bomb 
There's, their nuggets are really good. I, I'm not going to lie. I, if I had nuggets. to choose like one of the burger fast food places, it would be Wendy's. But my favorite all, overall is Taco Bell. I, I, I can't. I, I don't Taco Bell. I'm not. I'm not a fan. Uh, I mean, listen, it's not for everybody, but that's okay. <laughs> Thomas, thank you for writing your question. You were completely right. I did enjoy the whiplash from the two questions. <laughs> don't you just love that it's like oh yeah let's talk about racial disparities and also what is your favorite fast food joint it's like nuggies or nah (laughs) it's like yes (laughs) yes those are all the emails i really wanted to read we only got a couple more that were like oh upload an episode why did you upload and we got one who's trying to be like haha i'm gonna fool you into reading uh the area of a pyramid so i blocked that email (laughs) <laughs> and that's how that, that that's how that goes. P, P, I don't know. I want to address this. I don't know which of you fuckers put into the Riotiverse at gmail.com on a mail list, but I woke up on Saturday to like 50 emails. I'm like, holy shit, did we blow up? Did we get canceled? And no, it was just a bunch of things like, hey, buy Viagra. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Who did this? Oh, someone cares enough to put spam, give us spam emails. Yeah, that was fun to wake up to. If I find out who you are, I'm going to drown you in a tub of hot chocolate. All right. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> Hal, we are not a podcast that threatens 12-year-olds that will drown them in hot chocolate. But that sounds like fun. The hot chocolate part or the murder part? The hot chocolate. I want hot chocolate. Uh, come over. I bought a 50-pack from Costco. Ooh. Oh, I might actually do that. <laughs> right. uh, I mean, my birthday is coming up if you want to slide on by and drink my hot chocolate. Ooh. Hal, we are a read-along podcast for Rick Riordan Books, so let's do our read-along. What did you give Chapter 3 of The Ice Cream Man? Plot her, or, what did you give What did you give Chapter 3? I'm going to keep all that in. I don't give a shit. What did you give Chapter 3 of The Ice Cream Man? Plot her death. I gave it a seven. A... I also gave that a seven. And what did you give? A birthday invitation to Armageddon. Uh, I also gave that a seven. I gave that an eight. Oh, you actually won one. Crazy. Yeah, which means we are currently tied at uh, four each, right? Yeah, that's how it works, right? No. You got one. We tied one. We tied again, and I got one. So we're at three each. Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. What? One? Tie, 1-1. One, one. Tie, 3-3. Three, three. Okay, yeah, whatever. I, I don't care. I'm too tired. <laughs> Math is hard. Math is very hard. How? What happens in Chapter 3 of the Ice Cream Man plot or death? Uh, we get another We get another journey. A journey in, into dreams. Uh, it gets all wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. We also meet one of the, probably the, one of the slimiest men alive. Oh yeah, we're we're, we're going to get to that. Yeah. I I'm also not going to lie. I read this I read these two chapters this past weekend. I forgot pretty much everything about them. To be fair, they they weren't that interesting. No, they weren't, but also it just it, th- these two chapters are just filled with angst. Honestly, it's just teen angst to the max. These two chapters are just here to remind us that Carter and Sadie are teenagers. Uh, so yeah, uh, not teen angst, please. I watched Vampire Diaries for this, not not my children's book. You and my cousin would get along great. She watches Vampire Diaries. She watches the originals, the legacies. Yeah, yeah. I I'm in that rabbit hole. Hal, you're almost twenty five. How are you still into this stuff? It, it wasn't. It's not teen stuff. It's young adult stuff. <laughs> you're not. You're not a young adult. Yes, I am. How you're dare t- you? How you're how fing dare you? <laughs> you're about to be 25. That's your mid-20s. I have never heard a young adult be like, hi, I'm 25. How dare you? I am a young adult. I'm in the prime of my life. Excuse you. Alright, so wait, but do your knees hurt when you bend? No. Oh shit, you might be in the prime of your life then. Because mine certainly too. It's like, no, ew. let's diverge from reading our book how do you let's go through the old man test how do you look at what the kids are doing these days and think oh man kids these days that's not that's not a fair question (laughs) that is an entire that is an entirely fair question of course i do yeah kids these days am i right okay so you're old all right congratulations Hal. that's crazy so back to Ice Cream Man, pull out your death. We return back to the Brooklyn house. Sadie is describing it all in its Brooklyn-y magic, a.k.a. It, it mansion. It's shaped like cube. <laughs> yeah. 
Jazz from the last chapter is still zonked out she's, from... She's still taking Mega Nap. She's going to take a Mega Nap. She's pretty much dying from what everyone's describing. Yeah, she, 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 she slept, girl. Khufu, I, I love Khufu using his, some of his famous baboon magic. He's patting uh, Jazz's forehead, making rude noises, and trying to put jelly beans in her mouth. It's like je- magical jelly beans. Let's, let's, let's say they're magical jelly beans and not just regular jelly beans. Magical jelly beans? Magical jelly beans. Jelly beans. It's a Y. Jelly beans. I... <sighs> okay. Um... You know I'm doing it to piss you off. And it's, you know who it's you working. know who you it's know who. Why do I let it work? Why do I let like, you do this? You know who I am as a person. You know I'm just doing it to piss you off. Why? Why do I let it work? Anyway, <laughs> so Walt's taking care of Jazz and Sadie's being like, mm, Jazz. I, mm, <laughs> <laughs> jazz. Yes. <laughs> Sadie's by awake. No, she's like, oh hell yeah, it's Walt. Look at that. He he's all muscular and he's in a sleeveless tee. Or that he's holding hands with Jazz, and she's like, "Okay, I can't, I can't think about this." And then she like goes into a, a spiel about how she had a thing for Anubis, and like she's finally admitting it. And I'm like, "Girl, we knew, like you are not low." <laughs> I I am still uncomfortable with five thousand year old God being the crush of a twelve year old or thirteen year old girl, but that's. Like, have, I, you, have you never been a kid that had a crush on an older person? I just had crushes on cartoon characters, dude. Just like, well. Listen, when I was 13, it was all about, like, Shigo and Velma and, like, Dexter's mom. Oh, Velma. Oh, my God. Everyone wanted Daphne, and I'm like, yes, Velma. Hal, <laughs> uh, let's remember we have 12-year-olds listening. And they should like Velma, too. Velma is cute. Velma is the true waifu. <laughs> Besides, have you seen what twelve and thirteen year olds are doing on TikTok? They know what it's about. I don't. It's like they know they know what's up. I'm normally not a huge rap fan, but I haven't listened to Eminem recently for some reason. Even though he's not like the best, but uh, that line where he's like, "We're gonna need to edit that out because I will not have someone send us an angry email about how Eminem is the greatest of all time." Eminem is an okay rapper. I can say this. I like him. He's just okay. No, I'm not, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not disputing it. I'm saying I don't want to hear the email about it. <laughs> oh, how, how I, I, I block people for sending me area of a pyramid. Like, <laughs> if, if somebody wants to come into the into the into the Riot Universe DMs, being like, oh, why are you saying this about Eminem? I, the block button's right there. That's a that's a that's a hint, guys. Please do not send us angry emails about who the greatest rapper of all time is. We uh, care so very little. Everyone knows the greatest rapper of all time is uh, Lil Dicky. Is Shark Boy from Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Oh, please no. <laughs> I don't want to remember that sequence of that movie. Please, please stop. Uh, do Do the twelve year olds know about Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Hey, boys and girls, uh, look up Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Um, Have a good the time. The sequel The sequel to that movie came out like a couple What's months a ago. There's a sequel. Oh my god! I have a treat for you when this when when this is over. I have a treat for you. Oh god! I'm that sorry. movie is so bad, but uh did did they bring back George Lopez as the villain? No. Th- then it, ca- it it by definition it cannot be worse than the first movie. Uh, it's like, oh oh, you would be surprised. Listen, I listen, would George... I would have prayed for George Lopez in this third movie, but it's like this this was a travesty. But yeah, that's 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 also a story for another time. So how I mean. Can we go back to we've we've gone through like three pages of the third chapter. Mm-hmm. We still well, like have that, a chapter a, and a half. As 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 I said, these chapters weren't very. These were these were very much set up chapters. They're like, yes, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. This is what we plan to do, but we don't actually get any of it done during these chapters. Yeah. Oh boy, I I can't wait for the emails to be like Robert. You missed all the foreshadow. I'm like I. Don't remember anything from this book. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, we get a little bit of foreshadowing with the figurine that Jazz gave to. Oh, uh, yeah. To girl, what's what's what girl name? Uh, Jazz. No, main character Sadie? girl, Sadie. Sadie. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Did you just forget the the name? There the are name two characters. The, yes, the the name of one of the main characters. Her name is at the top of the. F- beginning of this chapter yes i did in fact forget her name she's our favorite of the two main characters she is 
and I'm still trying to I'm still trying to remember her brother's name. <laughs> I'm still trying to remember her brother's name. <laughs> Who cares? That's his name. Anyway. Honestly. <laughs> anyway. So she meets up with Boss, good old Kitty, and Boss helps her take off the flaming scroll, which I, I mean I like to imagine that this the scroll had a very obvious sensitivity s- switch that they just ignored the entire time and she's just she just takes the she just takes Sadie's hand, just like flips the scroll over and <laughs> clicks the switch. Yeah. Boss pretends that she did some complicated magic when in reality she's just like turning down the volume. Ancient Egyptian lasers. <laughs> Ancient Egyptian lasers. Oh. Okay, you're fine. Oh, I mean, if, if I, I, okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, long story short, we get, a, we get a lot of recounts and how Boss was freed because Sadie's mom was like, hey, a Fofus is coming back. We got to check on the prison. Oh no, Boss got out. Oh no, Ophophis is trying to get out. Time to die for the greater good. Mm, it's, it's traditional traditional main character stuff. Traditional tra- traditional hero angst. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of angst, if you couldn't tell. I-, I thought Percy was angsty, but this is a whole new level. So, you know, Percy just whined a lot. I said per- Percy whined, but... Then why did Mr. D hate him? Because like, Mr. D wanted to be the whiner. It's like you can't have two whiners. You if- you out puns me! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You saw what I was doing, and you out. I me. sure did. I <laughs> sure did. Dude, Hal just goes behind me. He's like, "Oh my, I'm shinderu." You say nani? All right. So yeah, boss is their caretaker, so to say. Um, hint: If boss offers you the frisky the jour, you say no. And it's like. I, I meant to, I actually meant to look look up what that meant beforehand. It's like, it, it's French, French whiskey. Well, French, French it, whis- friskies, yes. Yeah, French friskies. Uh, when my sister eventually catches up, she can be like, actually, it means et cetera, et cetera, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. I love when, when boss finishes the chant and the scroll falls out, Sadie's like, God, thank you. And, Bo- and boss is like, goddess. And I'm like, oh yeah, they're, they're still go- Sadie and Carter say boss confirmed feminists. Sadie and Carter say God a lot instead of gods, even though they know there are multiple gods. Uh, it's, you know exactly why that is. Is 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 Rick trying to promote his Christian teachings? Probably not. It, it's more of a, just a turn of phrase for a lot of people. Yeah. You also have to remember that Catholicism pretty much pretty much was the dominant religion and is probably still the dominant religion in the world yeah all right so it's revealed that this scroll isn't like a map or anything it is an actual part of the book of raw and surprise surprise you can't read it yeah it is it is separated into three pieces and you must have all three pieces in order to read it uh traditional quest setup just get the three pieces and you can unlock the magical item that'll help you defeat the main villain yep and then the main villain transforms into his ultra big form, and you have another book. Mm-hmm. I, are, did did you just spoil the ending of the book? I actually did not. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now it is time to go to sleep, and Sadie, even though she knows that she has, you know, a pillow that can prevent her. Oh, is oh. It also a pet? If Sadie had a pillow pet, what pet would it be? I'm gonna say she would have the cow. Um, no nah, moose. Is there a moose pillow pet? Uh, probably. Yeah. That sounds about uh, right. So, yeah. So, say, l- listen, I'm going to skip through all this part where Sadie's describing her room. Yeah, yeah, cool. I'm going to skip straight to the part where she's listening to Adele. <laughs> not not just Adele. She's listening to 19. Oh. oh, my God. If that does not age you, I don't know what does. It, it significantly does. She's listening to Adele's 19 on an iPod. And just like... Not, not even an iPod touch, Al. We're talking about the old <laughs> please, <brick>. please stop. <laughs> please stop. We're, we're talking about the old brick. I remember when having an iPod touch was cool. iPod touch was... If you had an iPod touch in like middle school, you were definitionally like a rich bitch. Honestly. So yeah, she's listening to Adele. Not only is she listening to Adele, she's getting sad and thinking about her family. I'm like, oh, she is. She's an adult. She's not just listening to Adele. She's in a adult music video. <laughs> really though. So she is in one and only right now. 
Sadie starts going into a little bit of into a little bit of detail about all the custody battles that like happened when she and Carter were separated. I think she mentions the spatula incident again, and I'm like, oh boy, I can't wait for that to never be addressed or never be mentioned properly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 just to give them it's it's some fluff to give them give the characters some backstory. It's like, yep, they had they had they had what could be described as a traditional childhood, despite the fact that they are surrounded by Egyptian gods and magic. And it's like, yep, there's still no more kids at the end of the day. Hey, Hal, you want to feel old again? No, don't do this to me. She she's considering skipping one of the songs, and she's hovering out over the physical skip button that you had to press. So you still have to hit a the fast forward thing. Yeah, but it's like on a touchscreen panel. That was a button you had to press. It's like it was. It made a little click. Remember? Yeah. Oh my god! It's been so long. I didn't even realize that it used to be a button. Oh my yeah. god! So Sadie is going through her stuff, and then we remember that the Griffin ate her staff, and she calls the Griffin a manky bird brain. Hmm. It's like they pretty much adopted a Pokemon. Pretty much. And she starts going over the pictures that are on her, like, nightstand. There's one of gra- of her grandma and grandpa, you know, good old the faucets. <laughs> uh, one of her friends, Liz and Emma, making faces in a photo booth in Piccadilly, which Rick Riordan said, what do 13-year-old girls like to do? I know, photo booth. Oh, my God. The, f- the, f- the funny thing is they probably still do. Hey, uh, 12 and 13 year old girls listening to this, if you go, or wait, you, you can't, pandemic, crap. If you used to go to photo booths, please let us know. Yes, please. Those were, antiqu- those were antiquated when we were kids. Yes, they were. Um, please do not go out uh, while, while we are still in the middle of the Perry Johansson. I forgot about that. Oh my god, I have to go back and read those books. Those are such good books. Well, how? I mean, if you want to read those books through the lens of any of the podcasts, I have some podcasts to recommend to you. I am actually rereading the Heroes of Olympus series Ooh. sidebar. Ooh. And it's like, those are those are those are those are more quality than I remember. Like it, Leo is trash, though. We can we agree on this? Uh, why because he's like you i am not a misogynist no i'm talking about his sense of humor but okay oh yeah no his sense of humor and i yeah we're the same on that but like leo is a misogynist no no thank you a little bit a little bit a little bit a little bit bit. He, he gets worse as the books go on so yeah sadie admits to having a crush on anubis girl we knew it's like girl like and she falls asleep being all sad playing Adele and I'm like Sadie is just pinnacle 2010s teenage girl I guess honestly she is as stereotyped as possible yes now at the Brooklyn house there are all sorts of enchantments uh to keep your bod bay when you sleep and Sadie just kind of ignores all those enchantments because she gets a phone call quote unquote and she's like well I gotta go answer it she was probably on a flip phone uh I, I still say this those um those cherry razors those were like the best phones ever they really were those and sidekicks sidekicks you were so cool if you had a sidekick oh man really though oh by the way it's sadie's birthday like i think the night of like it turns into her birthday so she's thinking ah maybe it's my parents calling to wish us a happy birthday calling to wish me a happy birthday and it's not she finds herself in the 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 first gnome the house of life with and encountering everyone's least favorite magician. It's just like, it's, it's douchebag. Yay. Yay. And it's not just back. douchebag. It's douchebag with the evil ice cream man. Oh boy. I, I, I imagine, I imagine Vladimir is literally just the slimiest human being you can think of. Literally. It's like, literally, like, think of, think of a Republican. Like, think of any Republican. And that's exactly what Vladimir is. It's Vlad, it's a Republican dressed up as an ice cream. Just think of... Uh, what's Mitch McConnell? That's all you need to think. Actually, yes, yes, Mitch McConnell is the slimiest human being. Actually, he looks like a turtle. So, like, but I like turtles, so I can't disrespect turtles like that. But I, yeah, I have a turtle. You, you've met my turtle. You, yeah, your turtle, your your tur- your turtle is is awesome. This ice cream man esque creature person is described as a man in white who looks as if his eyes had been splashed with acid, then repeatedly clawed by cats. His eyelids were masked with scar tissue. That didn't close properly. 
and his eyebrows were burned away in ranked with deep groves. His skin above his cheap bones was a mask of red welts, and the eyes themselves were such a horrible combination of blood, red, and milky white that I couldn't believe he was able to see. Basically, if he doesn't scream evil from his description, then you are blind, deaf, and dumb. This is literally Mitch McConnell. Like, I I can't imagine Mitch McConnell wakes up every day in the pinnacle of health. Uh, Just like, I would enjoy it if he didn't wake up. (laughs) <laughs> now you know who this is this is prince philip no no prince philip was well not not a good person but a, yeah, that's that's not it was like no prince philip was just old like extremely old yeah you, you know he died right yeah no oh isn't it a glorious day <laughs> no i need the queen to die i need elizabeth to die it's like i need you to go you're you've been on this earth Far too long, like, sit, oh, no, let no, no, go. No, no. See, see, the queen, I sort of see as she's, she, 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 she knows how long she's going to be here. She's just chilling. No, Prince she's Philip, immortal. Sh- Prince Philip should have died, like, 15 years ago. Like, I, I don't know if you saw that picture of him going, getting out of, like, the, the car from the hospital. He looked like a ghoul. Yes, he is a ghoul. And well, now he's dead. Rest, rest, rest in hell. Anyway. And, uh... Ice Cream Man approaches Douchebag, and Douchebag is like, ah, oh, man, look, the, the the sparkly, swirly lights in the sky, they're they're indicating a new age, a darker age. And Vladimir's like, yeah, it's because it's of the canes. We gotta kill them. Oh, boy. And I'm totally not plotting behind your back. And Douchebag is like, no, 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 no. We can't just fight the canes. And then Vladimir's like, okay, but what if we did? And Douchebag's like, you know what? You have a fair point. <laughs> That's really how this conversation goes. It's like, it's like we should kill the children. No, they might be useful. But what if we kill the children? He's like, no, children, murdering children does sound like fun. Douchebag just goes like, say less. It's like, it's like, wow, you're you're really bad. You're not only a villain, but you're a bad villain. They come up with a plan. Essentially, they're going to try and go to the Brooklyn house and destroy it and to kill the Canes. And douchebag is like, okay, you will do this on my order, on my attack only, and that's that's still no bueno. And Vladimir is like, I totally won't go behind your back. Teehee. Teehee teehee. And then Sadie wakes up, and good old Uncle Amos is back. Yay, I'm glad he had a successful therapy session. It's like, yeah, he had an extended, he was on an extended, extended leave. So almost is like, yeah, so I'm back from Egypt. And Sadie's like, so, so am I, almost. Uh... It's not all right. They're coming to destroy us. Start going dun, into dun. another setup chapter. Dun dun dun. Well, we start up chapter four. A birthday invitation. A birthday invitation to Armageddon. What happens in this chapter, Hal? Uh, basically, they share all the information they learned in the last chapter with everybody. Not only that, they get really angsty. And it's like uh, this is what makes me uncomfortable. I'm just like I don't want to hear about teen angst. It's like because you don't want to remember when you were a teenager having teen angst. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Hal, remember when you were a teenager having teenage angst? Yes, long ago. A decade ago. Yes, long ago, a decade ago, and yet you still think you're a young adult. Well, yeah, I was a teenager before, now I am a young adult. No, you're a young adult when you're 18. You are now an adult that you're going to turn 25. Shh. It's fine, Hal. It's it's okay. I still, I, I love you, buddy, you, you, even if you're old. You're like a year under me, like, relax. <laughs> yeah i'm a year under than you so when you so when you die first i'll stand at your oh you're definitely dying first that sounds like a threat <laughs> I'll, I'll personally make sure to die first okay so that sounds like a threat that's actually a threat but no you i want you to die first so that i can stand at your grave and be like hal are you a young adult yet and then i'm going to reach out of the grave and grab you and pull you in Oh boy, we're going to hell together, Hal. Uh-huh. Remember that scene from Drag Me to Hell? Remember that movie from a decade oh, and a half ago? I just realized the last time we recorded an episode together, Little Little Nas didn't release his music video yet. Yeah, that is. That's a great music video. This is probably something so... we shouldn't talk about with a twelve-year-old audience, but you know, he's so gay. I love it. <laughs> what what part of that music video? You know what? Let's not get into detail. <laughs> That music video is just like... It's great. It's just like, yes. So Sadie wakes up from her horrible vision, and she, Amos, and everyone gather in the dining area. It is revealed that they have gathered quite a lot of people. You've forgotten the most important revelation. 
Khufu has discovered Jello. Oh yeah. So Khufu, I guess Khufu found such a loophole because I guess he can just put anything he wants into the Jello, and it'll count as him eating a food that ends with O. Good, good for him. He found a way to game the system. It's like, it's like Kufu, Kufu, Kufu is just a mood this entire chapter. He's just he's just in his own world the entire chapter. He pops in with like with plot important important information, and then he just he just he just goes back and starts eating his Jello. So Amos gathers everyone, and because there's a whole bunch of people now, there's people. Because, of, because there's a whole bunch of people, there's an assortment of remote controls and wands and iPads and snack food wrappers and shopty figurines all over, like, the, the Brooklyn house, because I guess these goddamn kids can't clean after themselves. Of course, it's a house full of kids. What did you expect? I would expect Boss to be like, hey, I'm a goddess. I will stab anyone who leaves their Kit Kat wrappers on the floor. No, she's a cat. She's oh, walk- yeah. She's walking over that sh- and she's keeping it stepping. She's like, what trash? I just walked past it. Mm-hmm. So we get introduced to all the various trainees. There's a lot. We have Felix, who's a nine-year-old. There's Julian from Boston. And Alyssa from Calorina. Calorina? What? Carolina. There's Sean from Dublin. And Cleo from Rio de Janeiro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cleo from Rio. Ha ha ha. The best name. <sighs> And as they walk in, Sadie is like, morning, lovely day, penguin in the fireplace if anyone's interested. And Amos is like, Sadie, with the plot. And she's like, yeah, but like, can we not, can we not go into the plot? Yeah. So she tells the group everything and little nine-year-old Felix is like, we're all going to die. And Amos is like, no, nah, nah, we're fine. Let's say maybe one of you. Maybe one of you. I I, I can tell Hal is just goading me. He's one of you. Which one? It's gonna be the nine year old, isn't it? The nine year old's gonna die graphically horribly horribly. <laughs> I honestly could not tell you one way or the other. I do not remember if like Felix is even important beyond this chapter. <laughs> Douchebag and, and Vladimir come in at this moment and they just start shanking <laughs> start shanking uh Felix. Start curb stomping him. It's like, oh no. Oh no, Felix! And then it's gonna review, and then that's just gonna that that's gonna be the motivation for Carter and or Sadie to like go one hundred percent Super Saiyan and beat up douchebag. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Apophis is coming, and douchebag doesn't know our our douchebag is still trying to plot an attack on the 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 Brooklyn house, even though Apophis is the real enemy, and almost does a little pause. He's like, unless, and it's like, you remember how in the last few chapters of the last book we were all like, oh no, almost is possessed by Set. This is the same vibe. Um, I guess you could you could reach that conclusion. It's I, I don't think he's possessed. I think Vladimir is just very persuasive with some kind of magic that is more powerful than douchebag, but it's the same vibe. We we have to sit back and be like, gosh, I wonder why douchebag is just abruptly changing his mind. And you're just supposed to ignore Vladimir, I guess. He he's slimy. Yes. So it is it is hard to ignore that that slimy of a human being. Walt asks, so hey, if douchebag does come in an attack, will we be safe while our defenses hold? And almost is like, yeah, sure. As they remember the last time their defenses failed. Yeah, last time though, he was possessed. It's like he was yeah. the reason why their defenses failed. So he's like, I'm like 99% sure I'm not possessed this time. So <laughs> I went to therapy. I'm fine, guys. It's like, we, sh- we should be fine. But, you know, just in case, I'm going to teach you guys very dangerous magic. Yeah. <laughs> and so Carter stands up and he's like, okay, everyone, we have four days to wake up the god Ra. And everyone's like, what? The sun god? And he's like, yeah, we have to wake him up, you know. Ra went senile and retreated into the heavens. He left Osiris in charge, and then Osiris got overthrown by Set, and then Horus defeated Set, and then blah blah blah. And Sadie's like, "Hey, shorten that up, please." <laughs> it's like basically Ra, very very powerful Ra, Ra snake, snake bad Ra good. If we summon Ra, if we summon the Winged Dragon of Ra, we will win. That is pretty much how that show went. If you summon the Winged Dragon of Ra, you died horribly, but. I just want to say that they had Joey fight the Winged Dragon of Ra, and everyone was like, oh boy, Joey's going to win. And then the Winged Dragon of Ra was like, how about death? <laughs> just turns into a giant fiery chicken and just collides with Joey at Mach 50. Man, that show is great. I-, I can't believe people got hurt by holographs, but you know, 
Kaiba Kaiba specifically turned the pain up to a thousand when Joey dueled. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, oh yeah, normally you just feel like a gush of wind. Joey, when you lose life points, you will feel like you got hit by a truck. It's like, you are dead. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Seto Kaiba, why did you program it like that? And Seto Kaiba's like, screw the rules, I have money. Honestly, Kaiba is a Republican. Oh yeah, that's probably... No, you know what? Like, he hates his Trump-esque dad. No, actually, Kaiba would be an independent, making problems for everybody. Kaiba, Kaiba would just try and run for president under uh, on the grounds that we must decide who's... Honestly, if we decided who president was over a children's card game, I'd feel a lot more confident than the current voting system. If, if all, if all the, the nominees for president just sat down and had, like, a tournament of Yu-Gi-Oh!, I'd be more confident in whoever won. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, short version. Rob good, Snake Boy bad. Um, we Say Rob need... good. Yeah, Roz good, Snake Boy bad. That's not what you said. Yes, I did. No, you did it. Well, it's you what just... I'm saying now. <laughs> Roz just... good, Snake Boy bad. We got to make sure Snake Boy doesn't come back, and we got to make sure that Rob gets summoned to the field in attack mode. <laughs> so I-, I love that again. Sadie's like, wait a minute, but the sun isn't reborn. It's just a rotation of the earth. And Boss is like, dude, science and God stuff exists, you know, together. And that's just the only explanation we get. Yeah, I'm just like, how? So Cleo's like, okay, so if the world is going to end, that means the Fofus is going to swallow the sun. And Walt's like, I mean, yeah. But like, hey, you guys stopped. Like, you guys did that stuff at the Red Pyramid. How do you, what do you mean a focus is trying to destroy everything? It's like he, he almost escaped then. He was, he was powerful enough that he could possess somebody from inside the prison. He's probably, if he gets out, then it's kind of, it's kind of yikes. Yeah. And then everyone's like, wait, so what's so special about the 21st of March? And it's the spring equinox. It's a powerful time for magic. The hours of day and night are exactly balanced meaning the forces of chaos and Mott can be easily tipped one way or the other. So basically, good and bad are equal on that day, and if Ra were to be summoned, good would good would tip the scale, and if Aphophis were to be summoned, bad would tip the scale. It's like, so let's cover our bases and make sure that both, both, are, both are present. Just to make it equal? Yeah, just to, just, just to give us a chance. Yes. So... They have to summon Ra, and it's a chance that's assuming that we can find Ra and wake him, and the rest of the House of Life doesn't destroy us first. Amos is like, listen, we'll be fine. We, the hard part's awakening Ra. If Douchebag wants to go toe-to-toe again, I've, I've fought him before. I know how much of a bitch he is. And the, kid, the kids seem reassured by that, and then Sadie, Sadie and Carter are like, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. And so Sadie pulled out the scroll and starts to open it. Everyone's like, oh, God, no, fire. But no, the scroll is just a piece of paper that no one can read because, as we said earlier, you need to get all three to read it. Yeah, the, the scrolls also each represent the different forms of Ra, which is their way of inserting the different, like, his different names and stuff into the series. So they got to find the other two scrolls, and according to Amos, one was lost long ago, and the other one is possessed by the House of Life, who keeps it guarded in secret from everyone. And the only person who would probably know where it is would be the Chief Lector. It's like, yikes. <laughs> good, luck, good luck with that one. <laughs> and the Ice Cream Man is good old Vladimir. He's the third most powerful magician in the world, and he's from the 18th Gnome in Russia. It's like, yep, it cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so it's revealed that Vladimir is an assassin, which if you couldn't guess from his slimy Mitt Romney, not Mitt Romney, uh, yeah. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, if, yeah. If, if, if us saying he's Mitch McConnell doesn't give you the idea that he's a bad man, he's a bad man. <laughs> Very bad man. Yes. <clears throat> so Carter and Bost at some point throughout the night talked about it and they decided that Ba should go and check on the prison to make sure that there's no cracks or that like a Fofus won't escape anytime sooner. I like how she she accidentally calls the scrolls grapes. Yeah she does. Sadie just has a dirt moment. Mm-hmm. They also they also tell they also tell us that Vladimir is actually an assassin who targets rogue magicians and I'm like, oh lovely. Yeah. So essentially the second Carter and Sadie leave for the request, Vladimir's gonna be on the hunt for their ass. 
Yep, yep, yep. Slimy man coming for you. Mm-hmm. Slimy man do be he he, he all out he coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're and so and so Carter's like, okay, well I guess we have to go, we have to get packed. And Sadie's like, no, it's my birthday. I want to go see my friends. And Carter is like, you unbelievable brat, but he doesn't say it out loud. He says it out loud every way, every way short of actually saying it. Yeah, it's like, it's like you, you are totally being a brat. The world is about to end, and you're like, I want to go on vacation. I don't know. I kind of agree to, with Sadie. She's like, we have four days, and according to Amos, we only need one day to like find the scrolls and do everything. So that leaves me two days so to chill. You, are you absolutely sure that it will take only one day to do all of this? Listen, all, dodge, all I know is that... Dodge assassins, rogue gods in an attempt to find extremely powerful artifacts and figure out if these artifacts will actually work, assuming that this god is not long dead. All I know is that Sadie, Sadie deserves to have a birthday. Shut up, pal. You you shut your face. Kind. <laughs> so Carter is trying to be like, dude, that's stupid. Don't go to London. Don't celebrate your birthday. Sorry, we gotta go stop like the end of the world and almost was like i mean listen it's a stupid idea but if she's safe let her do it whatever who cares and what is to say that she is safe almost is just like these aren't my kids i, I don't want to deal with them <laughs> my my brother died and left me these kids who are angsty and yelling at each other these are not my kids it's like it's like he definitely he definitely doesn't want to know part of this and so good old Sadie and Carter have a giant argument about how she's being a brat and also how Carter and Sadie, even though they spent all of last book developing a wonderful relationship built on trust and mutual respect, all that just goes out the window this chapter. Not really. It's just they're they're having a fight because well she's being a brat. He he is he is absolutely right. It's like you 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 kinda you're kinda on a tight schedule and you know, I'm sorry it's your birthday and you would like to spend it with your friends, but you know, the end of the world kinda yeah. During their fight, Carter's like that spirit from like yesterday mentioned Zaya that she was asleep at a place of red sands, and Sadie's like, "Are you sure it's Zaya? Because like, dude, you thought she was sending you a message in your mashed potatoes." I, I listen. If we meet Zaya later in the book or in the next book, and it turns out she did send him a message through his potatoes, I'm going to cry, cackle. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm just gonna cackle so hard. So the fight ends and Zaya and Sadie goes back to England. Da, 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 da. And she goes over to her grandpa and, gra- and grandma and gram- to her grandparents' flat. And things are. Grandma, grandma is not burning biscuits. Something's horribly wrong. Something is horribly wrong. And as she walks in to the, to the totally, flat. Totally not trapped flat. Yeah, it's all dark. There's no burning biscuits. There's no uh, rugby on the television. And it's like, hmm, suspicious. And also, coincidentally, she forgot to charge her phone so she can't call her friends. Even though she says that she she did. Yep. And as she goes in and she's like, wait a minute. Oh, crap, I'm in danger. The door slut. The door sluts. The door <laughs> slams shut behind Sadie. And a definitely not human voice hisses, welcome home, Sadie Kane. And that's the end of chapter four. Oh my god, who could have seen this coming? There was totally not a trap set up for you literally in one of the places you are most likely to go. I've never seen it coming. And it's like, sis, sis, sis. Yeah, Sadie is just a Like special. a blind guy could have seen this coming. <laughs> That's because blind guys can just pay attention to foreshadow, I guess. Honestly, like... I really just do be like that. But that's the end of chapter four. Hal, do you have anything to say about the chapters we read today? Uh, I think Sadie's being a brat. I completely do not agree with her. This is It was a very selfish mood at move, and she is very obviously being punished for that. Yeah, but also, Hal, uh, I, is the reason you relate to Sadie so much because you're also a brat? Got him! That's crazy. That's rude. That is well, disrespectful. But is it inaccurate? Yes, it is. Are you sure? Because put in the same situation, I definitely would not have pulled this. Stupid oh no, 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 no! You, you would do the good thing of like making sure to go stop the snake boy. You, you're still just a general brat. Got him again. You're rude. <laughs>
It's okay, Hal. We're, we're still friends, right? You're rude and disrespectful. Right, we're still friends, Hal, right? You're rude and disrespectful. Listen, I, I'll be as rude and disrespectful as long as I want, as long as you can come to terms with the fact that you're no longer a young adult. You're just extremely rude and disrespectful today. I'm and, I'm over you today. You're 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 canceled. You can oh, canceled. I'm sorry. Oh no! I think ah oh, ah oh, damn ah oh, oh man, why are you canceling me, Hal? Because it's fun. I mean, you can't do that, Hal. Oh, the young people are the only one who can cancel. You're you're not young anymore. I hate you. <laughs> But Hal, if there's nothing else you'd like to say about the books, uh, the book, uh, the chapters, if there's nothing else you'd like to say about the chapters, then uh, we go to our credits, Hal. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to get into contact with the show, there are a couple ways to do that. You can email the show at intotheriotiverse at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your comments, your concerns. Hell, even drop by to say hi. Uh, do not send us area of pyramid or we will block you. Do not tell. Do not send us an email about who the greatest rapper of all time is. We will block you if, uh, unless you say it's a, uh, it's a uh, little dicky. Oh, sure. If you would like to contact the show on social media, you can follow us at Riot Inverse Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you would like to follow me on social media, I'm back from my little hiatus. You can follow me uh, uh, at the damn meme page on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Hal, where can they find you on social media? Uh, uh MIA. Um, if you would like to follow <laughs> the artist of the icon and the icon of season one, you can follow him on twitter.com at Rampakoka, R-A-N-P-A-K-O-K-A. Praise be Marie. Praise be Marie. If you want to follow the uh, composer of the theme song that Hal doesn't like, <laughs> uh, you can find him on Fiverr at uh, Kobe Ophi. As usual, everyone I said is listed in the show notes of the podcast. Hal, thank you for doing a podcast with me. Oh uh, yeah, that's spoken just like a true young adult. And I'll and we'll see you guys next week, maybe, unless Hal kills me. Goodbye. I will kill him. Goodbye. That's not what you say, Hal. You say adios. Goodbye. Forever. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> adios.